for this next one. Um, I feel almost uneasy even talking about it um, alone in my room. But um, I would say it's going to be, yeah, I'm just going to say it's the Blair Witch Project. Um, obviously, you guys have heard this one's, this one's like, it just gives you a feeling of uneasiness. So I'm just going to read it to you. So found footage tells a tale of three film students, Heather Donahue, Joshua Leonard, Michael C. Williams, who traveled to a small town to collect documentary footage about the Blair Witch, a legendary local murderer. Over the course of several days, the students interview townspeople and gather clues to support the tale's veracity. But the project takes a frightening turn when the students lose their way in the woods and begin hearing horrific noises. So basically, um, like I said, they go into the woods. The thing about this movie is it never shows anything. Um, it never shows any monsters, creepy, like it's a film. You hear noises. Um, you hear things being hit against the wall. They find this really eerie building. That's like, this is just terrifying. Um, they find really creepy, like almost like little symbols in the woods, but made out of like sticks. Um, it is literally <laughs> terrifying. Um, I'm just going to go off. I don't even know how to start this. Well, I'll just start it with mom. My mom always told me that this is the most terrifying movie she ever watched. I don't think it's the most terrifying. I think it is definitely a feeling of uneasiness. Um, for when it was made, let's see, it was made in 1999. So not a lot of movies like this had been made. It's kind of like, I don't know if you guys have seen Paranormal Activity, where nothing happens. Um, oh yeah, I just found, let's see... The film was heavily credited with reviving the found footage technique, which was later used by similarly successful horror films, such as Paranormal Activity and Cloverfield. So, um, it was a sleeper. Apparently it means it grows nearly a sleeper hit. It's a term used in the entertainment for a film that plays successfully for a long period and becomes having a big success despite having relatively little promotion or lacking successful opening. Um, yeah, I mean, I wasn't, I was born in 1999, so I didn't really see that. Um, and then when the Blair Witch Project premiered at the Sundance Film Festival on January 25th, 1999, its promotional marketing campaign listed the actors as either missing or deceased. So, um, it's, it's, it's one. They actually remade this one. Um, and I mean, it was good, but... And it was done well. It just didn't give you the feeling that the original movie did. Um, so let's just go into reviews and see if this freaked out everybody as much as it freaked me out. Okay, so if I go on reviews on Google, one is reasons this movie is an underrated masterpiece. I would say it's underrated as well. People actually don't talk about this a lot. Um, number one, it had a different kind of horror movie victim. You may notice that a lot of horror movies depict the victims as obnoxious stoners, blah, blah, blah. It takes away our reason to care if any of the characters die, and in some cases they make us feel relieved their dead witch isn't the goal of horror. The goal is to scare and just... I think this review is weird. It's I think it's talking about Blair Witch now. This goal, the goal of this movie is to scare and disturb, and this movie achieved it through making the students normal students, making the students... Wow, wow, 
Normal students who just want to do their project and don't deserve to die, this manages to successfully scare the audience and to capture a bigger sense of realism. Number two, it managed to be scary and look real on a minimal budget with an opening text saying that what happens is recovered footage of students who had originally went missing. Already gives you a chill and the movie is shot with a normal camera that's held by one of the students making it believable that what you're watching is a real and took place in real life. Of course, it did turn out to be a ploy, but it was a smart one since it definitely had people fooled. Number three, it's scary as heck. So there, you know, <laughs> so there you have my reasons why this movie should get mixed reviews and it doesn't deserve a Rossi. That's interesting. Um, actually, I'm not. This one, this one's, I just found a negative one. This movie was not based on a true, a true story. It was so stupid. It don't make any sense. Yeah. I don't think so. I like the positive reviews. Um, Samantha Gilmore says, I'm not a big fan of scary movies, but I did end up watching this one a few times. At first, I thought legitimately it was a real situation where three teens went missing, but that's not reading any reviews or anything. Just going, hmm, what's on? As I watched it, I started wondering what happened to them making sense of things since it leaves it kind of, yeah. At first, I thought Heather was possessed by the Blair Witch to get Mike and Josh out there. Then after Josh went missing, I thought, okay, he went crazy. Okay, honestly, I hate this review. I would just say it's terrifying for what it was. Um, people who watched it in cinemas in 1999 would recall the fussest movie made and its facts versus myths. For example, many would believe these kids were abducted and killed and, and the director pulled a good step back when he made the actors in the movie not appear for interviews until later. It was a well-made mystery and people really fell for it, especially that the internet was not... Okay, so I'm seeing people thought this actually happened because it couldn't be um, debuted. It couldn't, like, it was in these times. I'm saying, I mean, it's not in these times where you have, like, access to everything. Okay, so apparently this movie was filmed just over, like, let's see. I would say they had to cut down a lot of, like, raw footage of them just in the woods, you know? Um, I think they're really just, like, having... They're just going for it in the woods. Um, but apparently after filming 20 hours of raw footage had to be cut down to two and a half hours. The editing process took more than eight months. I would say so. I would say that makes sense. Um, but as usual, as a lot of the movies, it was... The final film was submitted to Sundance Film Festival. Um, the movie made $248 million at box office, but the budget was only 60000 So they really made a lot off of what they had, essentially. Um, that's what I would say about that. We're going to go into fun facts about this. So um, I'm on mentalfloss.com. I like to, they have a lot of facts I like for movies. So um, apparently, number one, the script was a 35-page outline. They wrote the script as more of an outline because they always plan for the dialogue to be more improvised by their actors to make the story seem, story seem real. That makes sense. Um, the audition process was an unusual one. Um, 
Actress Heather Donahue remembers reading an ad in backstage that said, an improvised feature film shot in a wooded location. It is going to be hell, and most of you reading this shouldn't come. In order to test the improvis- improvisational skills of the candidates, as soon as each potential actor entered the room to audition, he or she was immediately told by one of the directors, you've been in jail for the last nine years. We're the parole board. Why should we let you go? If the actor hesitated for even a moment, the directors concluded the audition. That's pretty gnarly. The three main actors were paid $1,000 a day, and it was an eight-day shoot. So, um, Donahue, Michael C. Williams, and Joshua Leonard made a lot more in the years after. So, apparently, Williams said he ended up with about $300,000. Wow. Um, Heather and Joshua used to be former lovers. Those are just some, some key characters in the movie. The teeth and the twigs were actual human teeth. Okay. That is actually terrifying. Um, if you guys saw the twig, like, in the movie, they have these weird twig things that just float in the air, and there's teeth in them. They were supplied by Eduardo Sanchez's dentist. That is so bad. Um, the actors used GPS tractors to find their instructions for the day. Dang, that's insane. The sounds of the children actually terrified Mike. There were, there were children noises, um, on the set. Um, which is pretty scary. I mean, I remember that from the movie. Um, the actors had a code word for when they wanted to speak out of character. That makes sense because it's just, um, filming. It was too expensive to get the rights to some things. Um, and what have, would have been some fun foreshadowing the directors wanted to have the animals we got to get out of this place playing in the car radio at the beginning of the film, but that was too pricey for the producers to keep. They did manage to get the rights for Heather to quote the theme to Gilligan's Island. Huh, that makes sense. Shooting finished on Halloween night. The local Denny's also saw some extra business on October 31st. As Heather Donahue and Michael C. Williams were also taken there for their first hearty meal in over a week. Dang, 19-hour footage was added down to 90 minutes. I already told you about that. Um... Sanchez created the movie website himself. Um, I mean, according to Sanchez, he also had the free time available to work on the site as he didn't have a girlfriend at the time. That's funny. A lot of people actually thought the three doctors were three actors were dead. Artisan, the now former defunct studio that brought the rights to the films, went to great lengths to keep Donahue, Leonard, and Williams away from the press for a time, and didn't correct mistakes like IMDb that claimed the actors were deceased. Donahue's mother even received sympathy cards. Hmm. Some moviegoers got physically ill because of the shaky camera work. I would say so. I, I got a little, I got a little sick. Um, only Josh is still a full-time paid actor. Um, Heather is currently a medical marijuana grower. Michael quit his furniture job. What is it? Michael quit his furniture mover job on Late Night with Cohen O'Brien soon after the Blair Witch Project was released, only to return to it to supplement his acting income to support his wife and kids. <laughs> Burkittsville, Maryland has dealt with vandalism creepy fans. That's where it was actually filmed and said it was. The city was. Um, they said pe- it was crazy. People with cameras were everywhere. I made sure I had full makeup in a great 90 before I went out to get the morning paper. That's awesome. And apparently there's been talk of a third movie. The 2000 sequel, Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2. I've actually never heard of that, so it shows you that 
but was considered a shameless cash grab that had little involvement from Sanchez and Myrick. But the original co-directors have talked about the possibility of a prequel would be set in the late 1700s. Okay, I could go for that. Um, I mean, like I said, a new one was made and it wasn't amazing. I mean, but that would be really cool. It kind of reminds me of Paranorman. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but that's a really good one. Well, next time I think I want to do, um, I would say The Conjuring just because I've seen that one. And that one scared a lot of people. So I'll see you then.